This show is proudly sponsored by Coinspot.com.au, with the largest range of cryptocurrencies anywhere in the Australian market. With an updated verification process, you can now be verified using only your driver's license or passport within seconds. You can instantly deposit funds and instantly start buying and selling your favorite cryptocurrencies in under five minutes. Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. I've got with me again today Alex Saunders from Nuggets News. It's a pleasure to have you here, mate. Thanks for being here. How are you going, Craig, or Trader Cobb? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Um, just wanted to sort of cover t- on today's topic a little bit about some of the things that's popping up from China. We, we are seeing uh, a bit more of a chat around that area, that part of the world at the moment. And look, we all know what happened last year when they did the ban on crypto and all that sort of thing. And the market fell, I think it was back to 3000 and then onwards and upwards from there. We then saw uh, kind of the, the, the new uh, head of the People's Bank of China come in. And when that happened, there was some talk of, because he's a US educated uh, individual, he started to talk about things like, you know, being maybe a little bit more, maybe not pro crypto, but a little less, you know, negative crypto. And we sort of started to see the conversation shift at that point. Now we are seeing it come back in. There's lots of bits and pieces being said. I mean, look, I I just want to know, am I going mad or are you seeing the same sort of thing out there as well? Yeah, there's some coins that have been better performers. Oh, we've we've seen this happen every year and it's the conversation is slightly different but basically every year china has banned bitcoin or crypto so there's a few different aspects to what banning means as well so we can dive into all that and have a chat but i think they're performing slightly better the few individual projects but at the same time a lot of those have had good announcements and good fundamentals so i wouldn't say it's um the chinese coins all of them are outperforming the market per se yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's that was one of the questions that I had, actually. I mean, we have seen some some really good movers coming out of China. Um, do you see these moves as being because of the, I guess, positive chatter out there in the market at the moment or because of certain other things? Because we know that, you know, the, the market's looking for a hero at the moment. Bitcoin's down and consolidating and holding. Ethereum's down and, you know, very, very far down. And what we've been seeing is a bit of a flight towards movement. So people are happy to be in crypto still, but they're Mm. trying to find places to put their money. If Bitcoin's not going to move and it's going to go down, they're like, well, hang on, you know, what is moving? And this is where we're seeing some really nice trends coming in. Like, is it because of the chitter chatter because of China? or around China, or is it more to do with the projects themselves? And it's just a coincidence. I think it's still fairly neutral, but there's maybe that glimmer of hope. But I think all the negativities had plenty of time to get priced in. Um, I think if we got something concrete out of China, I think the market would just react so strongly to the upside. I'd expect you know NEO and anything China related to just outperform um, very much so. But I don't think China ever going to in the near future, I don't think they're going to give anything concrete. I think they're going to continue to come down on the, the bad the bad projects and frauds and protect their citizens. But 
I think they'll let this go. And you know, after a few weeks or a few months, people will go, well, hold on, we haven't had anything more negative and there's still these projects that are doing good things and it hasn't been stamped out as such. So it might be like, you know, silence is golden sort of approach rather than them come out and say, oh, hey, we've changed our mind. Everything crypto is good to go again now. And do you think that, um, I mean, just touching on that point about China looking after the people and sort of, I mean, without saying the word, it was regulation, really. I mean, we have seen some of the things I've been looking at I've been talking about heavy regulation in the space. Now, that could actually be a leader. The rest of the world might sit back and go, well, hang on. China is doing X, Y, Z. The, the people are still being involved. The project is still being involved. The technology is still developing. Um, maybe they'll look to China as, uh, as, a, you know, as a keel. I think they very much want to stamp out scams and frauds and bad ICOs. But I think the big thing that has been... Um, in play for a few years is capital controls. They don't want to make it very easy for Chinese citizens to take large amounts of money out of the country. So that's why we saw them crack down on exchanges until maybe they have some more guidelines or, you know, there's VPNs, there's ways to get around it. There's these little chat groups in China where you can still buy crypto. So it's still happening. It's still happening in the background, but they don't want it to be easy for the everyday citizen to take all your money out of the country. And speaking of that, I mean, there's, there has been talk about the uh, Chinese crypto exchange. Uh, whether this is factual or fiction, oh, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to tell because it doesn't come from the mouths of, well, it comes from the mouths of people that I just don't know. It, it, it's difficult to know. Now, that's been one of the things I've been looking at because, I mean, you can do things in China as a Chinese citizen. They've opened up different, in other markets as well. Like, I mean, look, they banned Google, they banned Facebook, they banned all sorts of investment vehicles, but you can still do it mm. uh, under certain regulations. A crypto exchange where they're talking of having certain tokens and having very, very strict guidelines of tokens to trade on that platform, that could be a good answer, do you think? Yeah, and if the Chinese government want to work with NEO, we see, sometimes we see these headlines of government-backed, and China's a very big place, so it can mean that one tiny little regional government has said, oh, this is okay, or we're interested, but it doesn't mean that the Chinese government is backing it. So there's little glimmers of hope, and you hear it from Chinese people themselves, it's very hard to control the whole thing. They say crypto is now banned, but the people are still buying it, and there's lots of Chinese exchanges that are looking to set up other jurisdictions now and as i said there's definitely going to be continual ways to get around it they'll become more efficient that space will become more competitive but there's probably four aspects of things that i want to talk about with china mm -hmm. and, and crypto so the exchanges we've we've sort of seen that play out um icos you know we've seen that sort of ban and, and their current stance towards that mining is the big one where that would be a huge um, stake to the heart of bitcoin and crypto if Chinese were to ban mining. Now, again, the market would panic. It would still be happening in the background in these little regional places with the hydro dams. They're not just going to stop mining a very profitable business because the government says so. So that's another thing to keep an eye on. I don't think that's on the cards. I think mining's profitable and China wants that there. It's a good industry. Um, but, but blockchain technology is another thing again. So they're not... They ban crypto, they ban exchanges and ICOs, but there's so many projects that are doing interesting things in China that are currently have working models. So just because you're using blockchain technology, the government aren't looking to stamp that out. And that was similar to a conversation I had with um, David Martin from Power Ledger. When the India stuff was happening, he's saying, look, we've got pilots in India, they're going really well. We're not worried at all. Just because we're using blockchain technology and the government says we're banning Bitcoin or crypto, they're two different things, I think. Mm. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point, and I, I actually was having a 
good conversation yesterday with uh, with Jamie Skeller of Horizon State around the difference between cryptocurrency and crypto assets because you know a lot of people see cryptocurrency as just a currency a form of money and it is but yeah. there's a lot more going on that is on the blockchain that is not relevant to the currency at all yeah it's become an umbrella term whereas so many coins are in no way shape or form a currency yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Just a, it's just another part of it so i mean look talking of that if like when we look at chinese products chinese um you know tokens whatever like you, you're wearing the neo shirt let's talk about neo if um if we consider the risk versus the re the reward we, mm. we know that if if china does say yep we're good to go we're probably going to see projects like neo go absolutely bananas um we did see actually neo performing very very well in the latter part of last year and even holding well early parts of this year before it did have quite a significant fall and that's despite everything that had been going on in, in china with the project so if we see that i mean look not just much if we see that what do you think we need to be aware of when we look at the risk side of it and we look at the reward side of it it's funny to say, isn't it, that something's uh, far more volatile than Bitcoin, but uh, those Chinese coins have been in the past. So, I mean, we covered NEO very early on and it ran to $50 and then that we had the first round of Chinese scares and FUD and whatnot and it crashed a lot harder than all the other coins. So you've got to have an even thicker skin than regular crypto. But again, as with any markets, I think a lot of this is priced in and if we got anything positive, it would just, I think it would just explode to the upside because the negativity is already sort of priced in. So if NEO can get any sort of okay from the government or we have more ICOs continue to, to launch on it and there's sort of no, as I said, that golden silence from the government and projects continue to develop, I think NEO is going to really sort of do what Ethereum did in a lot of ways. And as soon as you become a platform where we need lots of NEO to contribute and participate, that would give it tremendous growth. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And it, ha it has been on a bit of a, uh, it's been it's been hit pretty hard the last couple of months. But so is Ethereum. I mean, so is the whole market. Let's, let's be fair. It's been much easier to find short trades out there recently than it has been to find good long trades. And the good long trades have been not against the dollar or US dollar tether. It's been against Bitcoin or Ethereum. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess, you know, to, this is a relatively quick one to, to, you know, we want to talk about something topical right now. The last sort of question I've got, mate, it's up to you to add more if you wish to, is yeah. if, um, if we do see it open up, uh, and we do see China coming. Obviously, we are going to see the projects go bananas, you know, the Chinese-based projects. But does it have any further reaching ramifications for the space? Do you see it as a really positive thing? Do you see it as a negative thing? Because when China has been involved in the past, we see that it, it can be a, distract, a, a disruptive uh, region in that we're banning this, we're doing this. And it can really be, make the already volatile crypto space even more like a yo-yo. Do you see it as being positive, negative, or we'll just have to wait and see? I think it, in the current environment, something like that is a significant enough to be a catalyst to get the entire market going. You know, Chinese projects take off, but I just think Bitcoin and Ethereum and everything will get dragged with it um, as soon as we have that positive sentiment. Because as I said, those exchanges that are moving to Malta or whatever, as soon as people go, oh, wow, China is the home. It's already all set up there. It's all coming back online. It would just change the entire sentiment in this space because I think at the moment it's sort of that unknown, the regulation, which is really weighing on the entire market, you know, the SEC and what's happening in the US and individual countries. Um, but for someone like China, a significant player that's been in the headlines, you know, since 2012 when I've been in this space, I think that would just be the biggest green light and give that market the excuse it needs to sort of turn around. 
Excellent, mate. Well, look, I've, I've kind of covered all the points I wanted to cover there. I wanted to just get it out there because I do see a lot more out there chatter about uh, China, articles, people in the space. So I do appreciate your time on that, mate. Thank you very much, guys. And anything else you would like to add, Alex? Yeah, I guess just just be aware of it. And it comes into having a good portfolio balance. In the early days, I did a few one-on-ones with people and they had 100% of their account in NEO. Now, that might look great when everything is going you know, rosy, but if China turns around and says, oh, look, guys, we're launching our own platform. We're going to ban NEO. You know, it's an outlier event. It's probably not going to happen. But don't put your entire wealth yeah. in one thing. Diversify in different countries and styles of coins. Just those general common sense rules, mate. Always awesome advice, Alex, and uh, anyone who's on the podcast here that wants to find out more about that portfolio management and also looking at how you can diversify and all sorts of things in the fundamental sense, go and check out Nuggets News. We'll make sure we've got a link there for everybody there as well. So thanks again, Alex. Really, really appreciate your time. A great uh, insight there. And um, yeah, thanks very much. Thanks, man. Keep up good work. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out TraderCobb.com because experience matters. This show is proudly sponsored by Coinspot.com.au, with the largest range of cryptocurrencies anywhere in the Australian market. With an updated verification process, you can now be verified using only your driver's license or passport within seconds. You can instantly deposit funds and instantly start buying and selling your favorite cryptocurrencies in under five minutes. Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. Views are of the advertiser, not TraderCobb or the audio presenter.